As I mentioned before, today we're going to have a Christmas program, and I'm going to turn this over to, to Don to, to introduce it to you. <laughs> All right. Well, this wasn't the verse I was going to start out with that I'd planned, but with all that went on last night, all that we're dealing with, I just wanted to read this verse because obviously this morning we're celebrating the Prince of Peace. And uh, and there's some people right now that probably don't feel very peaceful. And uh, so I just wanted to read this verse, John 16, 33. I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And so this morning that's that's what we're doing, even as people and ourselves are going through trouble, tribulation of all kinds, uh, we can rest, we can make room in our heart for the Prince of Peace. And that's what I pray this morning. Uh, you know, this isn't going to be a huge uh complex Christmas program, but what I pray is that you feel the Prince of Peace this morning, that you leave more peaceful than you came in. And uh, so obviously the greatest gift that we've been given is uh, is Jesus, and I love how Becky Oxley, didn't she decorate the room? So beautiful. And I love that that Jesus is the center because he is the center. And, uh, and I know Jesus doesn't look like that now. You know, if we saw him now, he'd look different. But, but for some reason, the Holy Spirit in the gospels wanted to make real clear that he did come as a baby. That he did. That's why the Christmas story is so, you know, and so thank you, Lord, for sending a baby. And uh, that would grow into a king, that was born a king. And so, anyway, he's the greatest gift. But we've been given some other gifts in this body. And for about 25 years, I've been leading for a little over 25 years. And one of the things are, that we've never had very much of is piano players. In a town full of piano players, we have had... Guitar players like locusts. <laughs> they have, they have come through and they've been awesome and we love our guitar players. But I was like, Lord, would you please send us some piano players? You never would. And, uh, then all of a sudden, just over the past not long while, first Chris Spencer shows up and I'm like, Oh, thank you, Lord. And, and then, uh, Pam and but just lately, a great gift God has given us in Donnie Howard of playing piano with us. And I've always loved Christmas songs more with piano, just myself. I just think they sound better on piano than, than a guitar. And so I want to showcase some of our gifts that the Lord has given us, along with some others that you'll see. But uh, but they're going to lead us in worship. And... Uh, and when they play, let's just meditate upon, because I believe playing can be prophetic. I believe the Holy Spirit can move just as we listen to music. 
And I believe that's what they're going to do. And in between, we're going to sing. And I'm going to ask you all to sing with us. And uh, we'll have the words up. But uh, I hope you enjoy. Donnie.
I was going to ask you to stand, but I just, I think, let's just stay seated and just, just relax and let's sing this song. Let's sing What Child Is This? Son 
Born in a 
sing Silent Night.
From his beginning, man has recognized his need. Man has recognized his depravity. And man has recognized his separation from a holy God. God confirms man's thoughts in this. Through the prophet Isaiah, he says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Ezekiel the prophet, through Ezekiel the prophet, God says, I sought for a man among them who should build the wall and stand in the breach before me for the land that I should not destroy it. But I found none. And Job lamented, there is no mediator betwixt us to lay his hand on both of us. But God had a plan from the very beginning. And he hints at, he hints at it in the opening chapters of Genesis. After the fall, when God is addressing Adam and Eve and the serpent, to the serpent, he says, I will put hostility between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring, he will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. He gives us more and more as you work through the Old Testament. He repeats the promise of having a plan, of of having someone who will bridge this gap. He repeats the answer. He repeats that promise to Abraham. He repeats the promise to Moses. He repeats the promise to David. And through Isaiah the prophet, he says, Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. Speak comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her, that her warfare is accomplished and her iniquity is pardoned. 
The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill made low, the crooked straight, and the rough places plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. He himself spoke it. So, in Luke, in Luke's second chapter, we see the time, place in history where God's solution steps onto the scene. And I'm just going to read that entire passage for you. I can't, uh, I can't, um, Meet Linus's rendition in uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, but I'll do my best. <clears throat> in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee from the town of Nazareth to Judea to the city of David which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary his betrothed who was with child and while they were there the time came for her to give birth and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and she laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you that you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up these things, pondering them in her heart, and the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Praise God for the reading of his word. For the giving of his word. Whisper prayers Winter night 
Now we've gone from this baby Jesus to 
singing about the body and, and the blood. Uh, every year our family places this nail hidden uh, somewhere in the Christmas tree. Uh, it's to foreshadow what's coming in the timeline of Christ. But it's also a reminder that Jesus' birth was always a part of the greater plan. John 3.16 says that, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him would not perish but would have eternal life. But it goes on to say that God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that through him we might be saved. Jesus' birth was the moment of God sending his son. We think about baby Jesus. It was the moment that the word became flesh. It was flesh on a real body. It was blood from a real body that was broken for me and for you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, much more in this season, we call you Emmanuel, God with us. We call you the light of the world, yet in every season, we call you Redeemer. Thank you so much for loving us that you took our sins upon you and that you died our death so that we might live eternally with you. We confess our failings against you. We ask that you purify our hearts so that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your name, Lord Jesus, in a lost and dying world. We ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Now, as they were eating, Jesus took the the bread and after blessing it, broke and gave it to the disciples and said, Take Eat, this is my body. And he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men, and being found in fashion of a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death on the cross. Thank you for joining us for this Christmas service. Pray that uh, the peace of God will go with you and the hope of God will stay with you as you go out from here. We're going to close with a final song. And at the end of that, then go out and live as people of hope. Let's sing, O come, all ye faithful. Let's all stand while we sing this last song.
Give somebody a hug.